0: Hey, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan for about eight more days, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. First of all, I'm in my grandmother's closet in Kansas City, Missouri, because hopefully the audio is okay in here. I've done this before, and I'm doing it again, so just quick disclaimer in case the audio is weird. Second of all, just a brief shout-out to a video that two of my best friends and I were on, I got invited to basically go prom dress shopping and eat food and hang out at my house with them for BuzzFeed's Boldly channel, just focusing on like the lives of different people, different teenagers. And so it was really, really fun. And I'm just so lucky that they asked me. Um, so check that out if you want to see my dog, my room, my house, my kitchen, whatever, my friends, New York, anything like that, if you're interested in that. Um, Go look it up. It's on YouTube. It's called BFFs Spend Their Last Summer Before College Together. It was really fun. And so now I've been thinking a lot about leaving, obviously, because I leave in about, I have eight more days in New York City once I get back from Missouri, and that's feels long and short at the same time. I'm the first of my friends to leave because I'm doing a pre-orientation hiking thing, and then college move-in day is the 22nd. So I've been really thinking about how to spend my time best with the people that I love, obviously, but also in my city. Like, how can I best utilize the place that I live, which I'm pretty confident I'll return to after college. I can't know for sure, but I'm pretty confident I'll return. I just want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can. And one of the things I've been doing is not listening to anything, which is drastic for me, probably more drastic than most people, I would assume. I... I love podcasts, like more than most things. I love podcasts, which sometimes I just take for granted. And then I realize not everyone listens to them, which baffles me. I don't even know what I did before them because so much of my time, if I'm not listening to anything, is spent like introspecting. It's spent reflecting on various aspects of whatever's going on or myself. And then I reflect on why I'm reflecting and it just is not great So music is good and helpful, but sometimes it's just not forceful enough to make me think about something else. And so podcasts are a really good route and way to do that for myself and I'm sure for a lot of other people. Um, And I've realized it's a more conscious choice for me to not listen to something than it is for me to listen to something. My automatic reaction to being out and about is to just turn on a podcast, maybe music, but usually a podcast. When I go to sleep, I listen to something just cuz why not or it's just what I assume I want. And sometimes I've been thinking about it lately and I've been like is that what I really want? Maybe in my appreciation of, you know, if I'm going around a museum in New York, maybe I should just turn it off, actually read what's going on, like read about the painting and the sculpture and listen to the people that are around me. And that's not in a like I hate technology we're not living in the world we're in type of situation. It's more of a just let yourself do it once in a while. Like, let yourself listen to what's happening around you because it kind of feels stifling when you think about it, when you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even hear what's going on. I can't hear all the people. And it's, there's something freeing about the quiet and it doesn't have to be for that long. And maybe this doesn't actually apply to that many people because maybe a lot of you just... Don't have earbuds in all the time, but there's just something about it being where you are that's more rare than, I don't know, more, <laughs> just rare. So, now another thing on the subject of technology is something I've been fed up with. So, YouTube has started to stream live TV. You can pay for it, it's $35 a month. It said, try it for free. This is not an ad because it's what I'm fed up with, so don't get it confused. And I saw the ads and I was kind of like, "Hey, are people clamoring for live TV? If anything, isn't that kind of a dying market? Are people begging to be able to watch live TV on their phone? Aren't they more likely to want to watch, you know, like Prestige or not live TV on their phone, which we kind of already have access to because things like Netflix and Hulu have apps. So that was kind of confusing to me in the first place that you would pay extra to be able to watch live TV on your phone. But maybe you're into sports, maybe you want to watch TV live. Fine, I get it. I don't know why it's associated with YouTube, but fine, I get it, whatever. What bothered me was, and I know I love to harp on marketing and pandering because it drives me nuts when I can feel the board meetings, I can feel the focus groups, I can feel the fact that they think they're like slick and i can feel how targeted like generation z millennial type people they they just they want to reach and it bothers me as it always has how insulted i am in a way and i know it's just their job but it makes me feel almost insulted like you really think that using like hip lingo or pretending that you're one of us is going to make us want your product first of all someone my age selling me something isn't going to be a guarantee that I'm going to buy it so that's not great second of all I don't think they understand quite what young people want if this is how they're marketing basically these two ads were in the subway one said finally live tv made for us all right let's let's break that down finally live tv made for us finally implies, as I said before, people are like clamoring for this. Is that the case? I don't think so. Second of all, (laughs) made for us. The us is what gets me because who is this us? We know you're a billboard, man. If it's a billboard, we know that it's not a bunch of young people probably like designing this. We know YouTube isn't a corporation whose heads are like slick, you know, the board is made of slick 20-year-olds who just want live, you know, it's, it's a big company. It's not some indie brand saying finally stuff for us. It's YouTube. It's been around for a long time and it's huge, huge. So when they say us, it almost feels insulting. Like, how dare you think that I don't know what you are? Like, of course I know what YouTube is and you think that you're going to just by saying us make me think that, you're, like, trying to fit in with the young kids, when it says YouTube in giant letters, it just, it, it's kind of a disconnect there. It's as if it was, like, NBC or Chase Bank being, like, finally, stuff for us. Like, who is this us? You're not fooling anyone. Second of all, finally, live TV wherever was the other one. <laughs> I just, it just, and it, it, I, I hate to harp on it, but it kills me that, that it's so, Missed. It's so. Who are you tricking? Wherever's that? Just by sticking language in, you can somehow be a chameleon. It's that's not how lingo works. If anything, you you're devaluing the lingo because you're you're kind of making it into your corporation. It's like when corporations use memes. It's like you're not fitting in. You're just ruining the meme because everyone's aware. it seems like companies don't realize how unslick they are you're not, you're sticking out like a sore thumb and you're making it so that people don't want to use whatever you're marketing and they don't want to use whatever lingo you're using. I don't plan on using, I don't use the word whereas anyway, but if I did, I would probably feel like, well, that's goodbye to that word because now corporations are taking it and it feels kind of weird. It just feels like they don't really understand that what people are looking for is like, what you're selling you're not I mean you're not going to sell me a service because you used like hip hip words like I've discussed before how Denny's has all those memes they're like really somehow really linked in with memes online they post kind of absurdist humor that people laugh at and think is hilarious but is that really necessarily going to make more people buy Denny's food. It's just this notion that, like, a corporation is somehow a person just because they have a really good PR person. There's a hilarious person out there making those memes, but we all know that's not Denny's. That's not- Denny's isn't a person. Corporations aren't people. The person that made those ads is not Denny's. They're just some person with a computer who understands what kids find funny, but that's not making anyone think Denny's food is any better. That's not making them, like, treat people better or, you know, it's just, it's one person and they're they're just, I just get so frustrated. These people marketing it to young people from YouTube, they're not with us. They're not, like, trying to help us. They don't really understand what we want. They don't really quite understand, like, the culture well enough to not stick out. You can't just attempt to fit in and hope that it'll help you sell th- something. I just it just frustrates me so much. And in Missouri, there's an Ulta and I don't have one in New York City. There's one opening up. If you don't know, it's like a makeup store. I've had my issues with makeup lately. I feel really fed up. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, gosh, it's transparent. And so we went into Ulta and I just felt depressed. I, last year when we went in, because it's like a treat for me to go, I've been twice in my life. It's something people talk about a lot. And I'm like, well, can't relate because don't have access to that in the city. But when we went in, I just felt bummed out because it was so obvious what they were doing. All these companies just trying to be like, let your true beauty shine through. Like, no, you're trying to cover it up with makeup. What do you mean? Things that are like, buy this mascara so your natural beauty can shine. It's not natural because you're wearing makeup. I don't, and I love makeup, but at a certain point, I just get sad because I'm like, they're trying to tell us like, well, you're so beautiful. You're a heroine. You're you're a star. You're a boss. You're doing this. And and at the end of the day, they're not they don't care. And it makes me so mad that it feels like it's all these things that are somehow forced. The more na just like taking out your earbuds, the more natural thing to do should be to not wear makeup. But so often it's to wear makeup. Like the thing that requires actual thought is to not go out with anything on your face and It just drives me, it just drives me up the wall, I tell ya. Even as, even as I'm like, well, this exclusive concealer only is sold at Ulta and I buy it and fine, do I feel like better about myself? No. Do I feel like now I'm just conforming even more? Yeah. The more points I rack up at Sephora and I'm like, oh, now I got a free highlighter. That just serves as a reminder of how much stupid money I spent on makeup that I don't need on palettes that should really be only sold to makeup artists because they fit a bunch of different skin tones. I only have one. So what am I going to do with like 12 different shades of highlighter and one of those fits me? And I, I, I just, every time I think about it, I can't help but rant because it just seems so absurd to me that all these dudes get to walk around and complain about makeup stores and complain about this and that. And oh, I like a natural, beautiful girl when so much money is spent marketing to us and making us feel bad about the way we look and trying to get us to spend... Ugh, I just... I can't... And the fact that I have a 12-year-old sister who's heading into 7th grade and I just... I just am dreading the day that she feels like she's obliged to put something on because other girls are. And I... It just sucks. And I know I went on a tangent from the YouTube stuff to another thing. But it all is under the same umbrella of just feeling so understanding that these people are just doing their jobs I get it like under capitalism that's how it's going to be but there's just a certain degree of like condescension and pretending that everything's chill and fine and good and you know you're really helping yourself and you're helping your generation you're empowering yourself and you're getting what you want like no you're not you're spending 35 extra dollars to watch something on your phone that you're probably not going to use No, you're not. You're buying mascara that's going to dry up in a month and it's super expensive and who cares anyway? It's just, it's just frustrating. So thank you for bearing with me. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings all the time, and that's why I listen to podcasts so that I can zone them out. So uh, there you go. Thank you so, so much for listening. Go ahead and watch the video. It's It was really, really fun. I love my pals. I'm going to be really upset when they're gone. Actually, Claire is already gone. I won't see her until December, which really sucks. I get really sad when I think about it. And and that's about it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can email me at ElizaStarting at gmail.com. I was kind of lax about that before, but now that, like, my life is, well, I say it's together now. It's actually going to be less together soon because I'm moving on over to college, but I will get it together. And you can follow me at ElizaStarting on Instagram. I'm trying my best to keep up with that. There's a really cute picture of my little sister if you want to go through it. So thank you so much. Come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then.